Well, good morning. Breakfast at the Broker every Tuesday morning. I appreciate you tuning in. Please, if you do like our podcast, uh, please view, like, subscribe, um, download. We uh, certainly appreciate it and even review it on Apple Podcasts. We thank you very much. So, Breakfast with the Broker. Boys and girls around the world, this is the moment you all have been waiting for. Let's get ready to broker by way of Palm Beach, Florida. He graduated from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition Healthy Nut. He is the founder and producer of the hugely successful podcast, The Ultimate Money Strategies Podcast, which shows people the path of financial freedom in simple, understandable terms. His hometown is Montgomery, Alabama. Dare I say Roll Tide? <laughs> <laughs> he is a professional real estate investor, a husband, a luxury realtor with illustrated properties, and he likes long walks on the beach. Stand up and make some noise for the one and only Jason Ray. <sighs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, awesome. So yeah. I really appreciate you coming on. And, uh, you know, you have a lot. First of all, you have a lot to say, right? You have a, um, you're a professional real estate investor. Um, you know, we're going into to a real estate industry, real estate market that uh, if you haven't heard some articles out there, some noise and this and that, you know, some outside influences. Yeah. Um, tell me about, uh, you know, kind of give me a, a little bit of your uh, taste of your bio. Sure, sure. First of all, I want to say thank you for letting me come on the show, David. I really appreciate uh, you having me here. Um, so first of all, I, I I am new to the real estate game. I um, My wife and I build businesses. And what we did is we made some money in a business, made a little bit of coin. My father, before he passed away in January, uh, June of 2020, said, hey, man, you got to get out of the stock market. You got to get into real estate. Um, and I didn't listen to what he said. That was probably some of the last words I heard from him. Um, I invested a ton of money in the stock market. And on October 8th, I, uh, 2020, I lost 26 grand in eight minutes. I was like, gone, dude. And I was like, <gasps> painful. I mean, it was painful for me. And I was like, all right. Cause I know that money's always trying to teach you a lesson. And, uh, I'm like, look, I can learn the lesson now to 26,000. I can learn it at 260 grand, or I could lose 2.6 million a lifetime of earnings in eight minutes, 50 years down the road, which how do you want to learn this lesson? I was like, I'll pay the price of 26 grand. So that morning I woke up, took everything out of the uh, stock market. And I said, okay, I'm going to give myself 90 days to get into real estate. This is October, 2020. And man, I just went full bore into it, and and here I am, man. We we uh, got sixteen properties in eighteen months, rental properties. We own seventeen now. Total assets of four point three million, depending on which site you go to. <laughs> you, ne <laughs> you never know. And so I've been, I've done a lot, done a lot of deals, been super active. And then uh, I have a podcast just like you called Ultimate Money Strategies. I had a guy on named Billy Nash, and he was like, "What are you doing with your life?" And I was like, "I think I'm going to go sell life insurance." He was like, "Wrong! You're going to come sell real estate with me." He's like, "What are you doing, man?" So you know, he can me and here I am. Yeah, no, I, Billy actually was on our uh, uh, guest on our uh, podcast as well. So yeah, he's great, man. Him. High energy from he's New awesome. York, man. So, yeah, 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 yeah. No, good stuff. So, tell you know, I mean, to a lot of people, they look at real estate and they say, "Man, how do I get it? I can't afford that. I can't. How do I get sixteen properties in eighteen months? Like that's not possible. I don't have you know down payments or like." Where, where do you start? Like, especially a, a lot of the younger people. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Nowadays, you know, it's pretty much a lot of people are renting. So a lot of people are looking at real estate investments or even their primary homes and owning a home back, you know, getting back in that real estate market. Yeah. How do you get started? I think the first thing that most people just don't really grasp is that their W-2 job will not get them there. Like, I'm just going to be very honest. Like, like W-2 job, if it was already going to get you there, by the time you're 40, it would have already gotten you there. 
But second thing is people don't, most people just don't grasp, like the more you make, the more the government takes. So you've got to find a way to, to really like free time freedom. You've got to like scale up your income. You got to make it non-linear. Like this is why I love sales. So what we did was we started, we started into a company, started making some money. And what we did was we did sales. So that's the first place I would start is like raising your income. Cause if you're making 48,000 or $85,000 a year, $120,000 a year, there's no way you're going to buy 20 or 16 properties in 18 months. There's, that's not going to happen. The reality is the government's going to come in and take 33%. And all of a sudden, now you got to contribute to your 401k. You got to do this. And you got like five grand a year left over. And you just, <laughs> you're not going to get the dream. You're not, you're not going to get the American dream. So the first place I would start, if I'm making a buck 20 a year, I would ask myself, how do I make 240 a year outside of what I currently make? Meaning that I'm going to go online. I'm going to sell a product. I'm going to do affiliate marketing. I'm going to do network marketing. I'm going to go sell real estate, sell cars, Teslas, whatever it's going to be. I'm going to do some sort of a sales position that allows me to divorce myself from time and money. Sure. That's the first place is raising the income. So where do you come up with that goal though, right? So like, you know, do you, is it just doubling your income, simply doubling your income? That's the first place I'd yeah. start. I okay. mean, if, if it was me, I'm going to 10x. Like right. if I'm making one buck 20 a year, how am I going to make 1.2 million a year? Sure. Like that's the first place I'm starting. Like, okay, well, you're definitely not going to make that. Even at Google, you're not right, going to make right. that. Maybe Sergi and Larry are making that every <laughs> single month, right? Maybe, probably like every day. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, you're still not going to. You got to think like, so I got a high level of tech, a friend who's an, uh, an executive out of Amazon. He makes 420. I want to say $425,000 a year. Sorry, Jeff, if I quoted that wrong, man, I'm, I'm so sorry. He'll, <laughs> he'll correct me. But I mean, it's like, the, dude, the government's going to come in and take 180 right off that thing, man. I mean, right. so it's just like, wow, man. Like, like it's not as much money as you think it is. No, it sounds a lot though, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you're, you're younger than I am. So, but, yeah. but, you know, as a kid, I mean, you know, a hundred thousand dollars was a lot of money. Oh, dude, I thought I could buy a palace <laughs> back in the day. I thought I could buy a palace. I yeah. mean, I think about what you could get then and what you can get now. It's like, well, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what are things that you're looking into? I mean, you mentioned it's like, hey, all right, I'm going to do a, you know, we call them side hustles or whatever yeah. you want to call them. But, you know, you're going to sell a product. You're going to go out like, you know, the couch guy, right? Go out yeah. and buy used couches or whatever. Yeah. You know, like kind of where do you start that evolution of like, hey, I mean, I, I'm going to brainstorm. I'm going to sit here for days and days and days and try and figure out how I'm going to get another 100000 another 120000 yeah, I think, uh, and you, you asked, that's a great question, man. Like the first thing is what are you naturally drawn to? Like I go to what I gravitate to. Do I want to do e-commerce? No. I don't want to do drop shipping with Amazon. No, I just, I'm just not my thing. My personality is what drives me. So I can sure. get in front of Instagram. I could promote a product or a service like such as selling real estate or whatever. And, and, you know, I love Tesla's too. I drive a Tesla. So I could be a great promoter for those. Hello, Elon Musk. I need my affiliate <laughs> link still. Still waiting. I've had more people buy it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for, exactly. So that's a first thing I would do is I would start with what are you uniquely drawn to. Like, number one, I think the very first thing, if you really want to back this up, is realizing and identifying that what you currently make will not get you to where you want to go. That's the very first thing. The second thing is they're making that commitment. I am willing to get rid of all of the distractions out of my life, dropping the Netflix, dropping the YouTube, dropping the bad habits, get myself in the gym so I can get focused, number one, because I, I really believe that strong body is a strong mind. But the second part of that is like, what do I need to get out of my life to get me to where I want to be? Once you identify that, then I think the process is, okay, what am I uniquely drawn to? Like, what like what am I drawn to? Like, I could go sell Teslas. I could sell, can I cuss on this rodeo? Absolutely. I could sell the shit out of some Teslas, man. I'm not even, like, I've already sold six of these things, dude. I'm not even, like, a Tesla employee. Right. I just love the product. But the product, whatever it is you do, whatever product, brand, or service that you provide needs to shine through you. 
Like, if you don't like people, then maybe e-commerce. If you don't like this, maybe it's something else, you know? I mean, it's got to be a product or service that you can do that with. No, I, I love it. I mean, obviously, your personality is engaging, and, you know... Thanks, man. And, 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 and you may or may not be able to get it through the uh, the audio part, but certainly the video part, you know, with uh, all your uh, mannerisms and stuff. And so it's, <laughs> it's cool, because it's like, you know, a lot of people come, and they, they don't really come, right? Like, you know, when, when, you're, when you're coming into... Um, a podcast, an interview, uh, you know, uh, you know, client meet and greet or whatever it might be, you got to be in the mood. You got to be in the attitude. You got to get your, you know, mind right. You yeah. almost make me want to go to the gym. Not quite, but uh, maybe, it's maybe there, brother. The hey, I'm doing what I can. I'm doing what I can. <laughs> maybe by the end I will. Uh, there you we'll there see. <laughs> I do what I can. That's the first place I would start. And then the, the next thing, once you identify what you're uniquely drawn to, I would really, really, really zone in on, on what am I willing to do to get what this takes? Cause I'll be very honest with you. I mean, I see so many people that come in to start businesses and they're out 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, six months, one year after that. But they don't ever identify like, hey, this is going to be tough. It's going to be hard. I'm going to have some roadblocks. I'm going to have some challenges. But the one thing that most people fail to do, and I just want to say this right here on your podcast, is that they never stop to think about, like, whenever somebody's about to go for something big, roadblocks are going to come up. I don't care what it is you believe in. Like, roadblocks are going to positive. All the positive things, you're not going to stop those roadblocks that are going to. But it's almost like you're being challenged, and that's what grows you. But the second thing is, so many people step off. I'll use network marketing, MLM, as mm -hmm. multi-level marketing as an example. They step into the opportunity. Now, this is an opportunity that could put you 50 years down the road. Network marketing is an incredible business model, low entry, low barrier of entry. But if anybody's hungry and driven, they can drive that thing to like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. I've seen it with multiple people doing this. But the thing is, most people, when they step into a new opportunity, they become stymied. They become overwhelmed because they're trying to add in something that they've already got going on. What they do is they actually get rid of the opportunity that could be the life-changing thing and then go back to what it is that they were doing. When in reality, they should get everything else off their plate. Like maybe I shouldn't finish watching Selling Sunset. Maybe I shouldn't finish, you know, hey, hey, listen, John, can you go take Bobby to Bobby do a football practice or whatever while I go over here and do this event? And and they don't they don't take it as a life-changing opportunity. It's almost like if I was, if me and you were on a trapeze. Now I know that just picture this for a moment, right? And like I'm I'm hanging there. You're hanging. I'm gonna say sorry to my viewers. <laughs> and you're hanging there upside down. I've got one of your arms. You're like, Jason, give me your other hand. Yeah, like, and I knew I was I, I would reach up and grab it, right? Because right. it'd be a life, it'd save my life, right? right? But so many people don't realize that that is in the position that they're already in, you know, sure. especially in this inflationary market. You know, everyone Everyone has a default, right? Yeah. And, and why is it that lottery winners, you know, um, you know, if they hadn't had money prior to that, why do they get bankrupt? Right? Yeah. And, and the reason is because their default, their mindset is, hey, I need to spend everything in my bank account. Right. right. So here we go. We got side hustle. We're going to, and we're uh, we're we're just we're just doubling it. That's all we're doing, right? Yeah. We're double. You know, and and I think people are not going to understand that. Like sometimes it takes. More than a year. Sometimes it might takes eighteen months. Sometimes, Sometimes it takes, takes ten five years. years. Ten years, whatever it yeah. might be, right? To get to that point. But what are they doing in the meantime? Because if you continue to spend exactly what yeah. you come in, well, then you're going to continue to do that when you made a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, yeah. a million. 
Yeah. You know, it, it's, um, you know, if you're not responsible with $3,000 a month, you'll never be responsible with $10,000 a month. You'll never be responsible with a hundred grand a month. I mean, it, I know that some people listening right now that may be on your realm of thinking, but just trust me from personal experience that you can spend through a hundred thousand dollars in a month, just like that. And it, and it just, you know, that's just the reality of where we're at. And so it, the, what happens is for most people, if you want to get investing and in, start investing in real estate, no matter how much money you make at the end of the day, at some point you will have to save more than you make to be able to invest into the future. And I, I, I got a friend of mine, he makes five, $5 million a year. R repeat that. Yeah. So at some point, this guy, and, I, and look, I'm telling you, my guy, my friend, he's five, makes $5 million a year. He said, no matter how much money you make, regardless of what you make, at some point you will need to save so you can invest in the future. You yeah, have to spend get, less than you make. I love it. Yeah. love it. Because I think, I think that really might be the first step, right? Yeah. That might actually be the first step in 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 having, you know, to double your money, right? Or whatever. Because if you start saving more than you take, you know, more than you spend out or whatever, then maybe you'll create those consistent habits so that when you do make double or yeah. three times or 10x, then all of a sudden you got a real business. Yeah, and I believe if, if you know if they want to get to the level that we were at, you 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 have to have the, the conversation with the spouse if you're rolling with somebody mm -hmm. in your life, right? Hey, look, we're making a little bit of money here. We're not going to spend any of it. We're just going to keep driving the same cars because that's what upends most people is just a constant lifestyle upgrade. Yep. I mean, let's be real. Now you've got people in this market that bought all the house they could at 3.1%. Like, oh, my God, we're going to go get this million-dollar house on a $4,000 budget, right? But then taxes got reassessed, and then your insurance went up, and then now your house payment was X, and now it's 15 20% more every single month. I mean, I, I know the reality, man. I'm a real estate investor. Sure. I mean, my, my payments have gone from my payments have gone up almost 25% every month. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's out there. And so, you know, I, I feel like where we're at in this society and I'm not trying to get off topic here, but I feel no. like we are, we, there's a lot of people out there that are suffering silently. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to get out of the pit that they're in. And, and what's happening is that with, can I talk about the federal government on this yeah, podcast? Of course. What's happening is their goal is to slow down the economy. I think the pe people are just like, what are they doing? Like that is their goal. They are trying to grind it to a halt, especially in the housing market. Sure. And if anybody walks in and they still have the bad habits from 2021 when money was flowing easily, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to bring that into 2023 and it's not going to look the exact same. In fact, it's going to be instead what was an asset. Hey, look, I had this took a bunch of money we spent it on this but now you can't do the same thing because everything costs more right yeah i mean yeah. when we were uh we, we spoke to the i don't know if you know the bowtie economist but he came to the annual realtor meeting and one of the things he talked about was the ppp money right that oh, money yeah. has yeah. actually um exhausted itself now so now all all that money that was put in when people really didn't have that kind of money you know um has really really started to been exhausted. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden they're going to have to pay their rent, their mortgage, whatever it might be that they weren't normally because they were taking it from their little kitty. Yeah. This ain't a free ride. Like, no. like, like everybody's like, it's free money. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. you need to understand something. The government does not like free money in the marketplace. If they're not, if, if, if trust me, there will be a tax to pay on this. Of course. So now looking at the federal funds rate, you know, I'm not trying to get too nerdy. Yeah, on no, you, but I mean that you could see that the number one, the, 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 the uh, savings has dwindled. Right. And the credit card spending has gone higher. I mean, yep. when these things, the, the further they diverge, the worse the economy is going to get. 
you know. Oh, imagine a recession. Yeah, imagine that, right? <laughs> there you go. Uh, March of 2024 is, uh, is what uh, most people uh, anticipate it. You but know. I, I still think, you know, with all this talk, I still think there's still a lot of great opportunities oh, out there. Like, amazing. Like, that's when most people make their money. Absolutely. Let, let's be real. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it, there are people, believe it or not, that thrived in the Depression. Mm-hmm. You know, and then some people felt it and other people's felt it more than more than others. Right. They were just removed from it. But now I think what's going to happen is you have these people that are suffering silently, these homeowners. And unfortunately, they made bad decisions themselves. They sure. bought as much house as they could when they could. And maybe their pay got cut. Things went up. I mean, it just did like this whole number. It's super fast. I want to I want to say something here. Because I feel like this is the area that we're at. You, you've heard the expression, throw the throw the uh, frog in the water and then boil it slowly and you'll never know it's boiling, right? Yep, yep. I think what's going to happen here, and this is where I think the, the opportunities are about to happen. What they did, the federal government, is they threw everybody into the boiling water quickly. So that means that we're going to ra- make it where a very, very small percentage of the entire United States can have a home affordability. The trick, though, is we're going to bring it down so slow that they will never know where it's re- within reach. Like, we're mm-hmm. going to bring it down like a like an eighth of, a, eighth of a point every single quarter, every four months. They'll never know because they'll just get tired of it. They'll get tired of tracking it. They'll get tired. And we're the machine, so we can control it. Because the very moment that that home becomes within reach, within 55% of Americans, it's going to be another 30 40% pop in, in uh, valuation, man. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because, you, you know, you talked about how, you know, People make a lot of money in, you know, whether it's depressions or, or in, in down markets, right? And and you have to think about like the mindset of people, right? We are an overreaction to everything, like everything, right? You know, someone punches someone, and it's an overreaction. Yeah. It goes viral, and whatever it might be, right? And so, like, the market's no different than that. So, what do you think when we, when everyone's talking about a down market? Because it's going to come, right? Right. So everyone's going to talk about this down market. There's going to be sellers that say, "Oh my God, you know, my house is worth nothing," right? There's going to be sellers that say, yeah. "House is worth nothing," even though it's worth five hundred thousand. Let's say, yep. you know, and then investors are going to be able to take advantage yeah. of that quote unquote distressed seller. That's not something that you're trying to take advantage of any consumer, but a consumer is, you know, that seller is is making poor decisions based on the fear of something continuing to go down or whatnot. Yeah. And so that's why people thrive in down markets is because there's over, because one person overreacts, two people overreact. And then all of a sudden you have a group of people overreacting and it's very easy to see where that trend is and you can actually make money off of, where that trend may be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but here's the thing. You, you got most people in America like, how could you do that to somebody? I'm like, look, I, I didn't make that poor decision. They made that poor decision. If it wasn't you, it's going to be me. Yeah, if it uh, wasn't you, it's going to be hedge funds. It's going to be BlackRock, Blackstone. Right. You know what I'm saying? One of those guys could come in and scoop it up. I know a lot of investors that got in, and, and one of the biggest regrets I have is I didn't go fast enough. That's the biggest regret I have, man, is that I didn't, we got 16 properties in 18 months. My God, I wish I'd gotten 26 properties in 18 months. I mean, just to be in very real with, that's one of the biggest mistakes that I made. Cause now all those properties, I think we made, my son was asking me the other day and he was like, dad, why would somebody ever invest in the stock market whenever you make real estate investing so simple? And I teach people how to do it. And I'm like, well, let me show you something. This is why. So I, we went through and I said, from the day I bought it to what it's worth now, quote unquote, on, on uh, realtor.com or Zillow or whatever, I went through and I added all the property. I think we made like $440,000 in the last two years in equity, which is cool. I right. did nothing for that money, right? Absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of ways to do this, but a lot of people jumped in and they were making like a couple hundred bucks a month in cash flow. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I was like, I would never do that deal. Why mm-hmm. would you do that deal? And now they're all suffering silently. I don't hear nothing from them. I'm like, you want to sell? 
Come on, bro. You want to say, I, you know, right. I'll, I'll ping people every now and then, like, hey, man, how, how's everything going over there? You know, and and it's unfortunate, but at the same time, I'm like, listen, I may be able to help you help you out of this situation. Right. You yeah. know, and that, that's, that's how guy. I see it. Yeah, no. that's the way I see it, because, they, they, you know, if you're suffering somewhere, I guarantee you there's another area that's suffering, too. Family life, health, work, oh. whatever. It's it's it, it goes everywhere. You're concerned about the noise, lawsuits, NER, concerned about... Um, you know, uh, and uh, you're not really involved in the association too much, are you? No. Uh, right, so. Um, but I, I do know what you're talking about. This I read is, their no, article. No, the commissions uh, with the National Association of Realtors yeah. and the commissions, yeah. And so, like, you know, I always like to understand, because obviously I'm, I'm involved. So I always like to understand how people who are realtor members, um, how they perceive things and whether they're worrying and whether they're concerned about it. Or is it the people that are in the know yeah. that are more concerned about it based on their personality. Like one person's going to fear it like crazy and it's going to debilitate them. You know, I, I equate it to who moved my cheese, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's going to be people waiting for the cheese to be replaced. And yeah. then there's going to be people that are going to go after and get their own cheese. Yeah. I, I, and, and, and not to, you know, to piggyback on, I think it's the market that we're in right now. It's like everybody needs to go get their own cheese. Because mm-hmm. that cheese that was coming earlier, that, that economy that we were in in 2021, 2022, that was the synthetic economy. This is the real economy. Yep, like I the agree. real economy. Back, back to your thing. What do you think about it? The NAR thing. So, what I, you know, I, I think a lot of times get, things get uh, overblown, right? Um, I think that it, I don't believe that it is a fair assessment of what the real estate industry is. I believe that the lawsuits that are, are, are coming out and the Department of Justice coming after the real estate industry the way they are um, is, I believe, in fairness. So if you're going to do that with one industry, you need to do it with all industries. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the real estate market or the real estate industry itself is being attacked. I think I think it's because there was a statement. If you Google it, somebody in the Department of Justice or somebody on the Supreme Court said something about how the real estate commissions are overinflated, like it's too much money, right? To to sell and something. So, and so, does the real estate industry need to change? Absolutely. Do they need to be more transparent? Absolutely. Yeah. Do they need to change the entire industry or change the way that the systems are run? Um, I think it's actually again when we go back to reaction or overreaction. It's an overreaction, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to be an overreaction, and what we're going to do is going to go back to the old ways of doing things, and it's going to be a cutthroat business. And, and guess what? It's going to be anti-consumer, not pro-consumer. And so if your objective, and this is what DOJ says, and this is what the lawsuits say, if the objective is that the NAR needs to change or change their policies, be more transparent, be more pro-consumer, pro-competitive, then don't change things to make it anti-consumer and anti-competitive. It's all money grab. That's me. that's what government does, though. It's all money grab. Yeah. The people that are going to win are, are those class action lawyers that are going to make a lot of money. And they're going to change. They're going to put the real estate industry up on its head. And uh, we're going to all have to abide by it. And listen, there's going to be great opportunity in there as well. This isn't you know, the dooms, gloom, chicken little kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I think we really need to um, work together as an industry so that 
the Department of Justice understands what the MOS and the value of the multiple listing service is yeah. and why we have certain rules and policies in place. Yeah, talk about a monopoly. That's a monopoly uh, right there. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, I mean, October 16th is the first uh, lawsuit, right? Yeah. So um, what is today? 10th. Today's the 10th. 10th or 11th. So by the time this airs, it'll be one day into the um, – you know, into the uh, the lawsuit, right, or yeah. into the trial, and um, it's a three week trial. Uh, first week, and, and which is unusual, a three week antitrust trial is unusual. But the judge wants to rush this right through. Yep. So all of a sudden, we have the plaintiffs doing the week of the sixteenth, the week of the twenty thirds, the defendants, and then uh, you have closing arguments on the week of the thirtieth, and supposedly the verdict should be before November 10th, which just happens to be a day before NAR's conference. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. But I mean, yeah. we're in the same situation where Mara Lego is $18 million. Yep. I mean, I read that too. Oh, it's I was 180. Like, I was like, <laughs> these people are just bozos. I, I, look, yeah. man, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's wild stuff. And I don't want to get political because, yeah. but I mean, I just, I just, I don't like any of them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, all right. You know, if you want to talk about, you know, you said something earlier about, you know, business and scrapping and making sure the opportunity is the yeah. opportunity. If you really want to do something, scrap the government, fire all everyone, everyone. And, and build it back up. Yeah, because you know what, it'll look a lot different than it does now. Well, I think I think that's the case, man. I think there's so many people that are in power. They've been there for power, and they've been there too long. And I, I'm like, I'm like everybody else. My daughter comes in, she's like, "Why do we have like a 95 year old dude running this country?" Whenever, the, and and I'm just like, I got no idea, yeah, kid. I, I got no idea. I, I, nothing for you. I mean, you know, the things that are going on in Israel is is, is just absolutely awful. And, and 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 I've been there twice, and. And um, uh, I'm I'm a Jewish man, and I, I you know it, you're Jewish. I would I would have never thought that. <laughs> and it feels it just feels different this time. Yeah. Um, this is bad. You know. Okay. So from a from a you know from a, a world and 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 because over I would say over the last you know and we went through all the gamuts here. We we talked about everything. We're not we did everything. To talk. Yeah, we're, we're just gonna. This is gonna be that 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 episode. Hey, look, I real quick. Not yeah, to interrupt. Yeah. I I texted Katie. I said this will be the by far the best episode he ever has. It'll be the most viewed and download video he's got. I promise you, for a fact. So yeah, I mean, listen, a lot of anti-Semitic rhetoric in the world um, certainly has built over the last ten years, and I think this is going to be a convenient excuse for um, people to uh, hop on that. So what do you think is going to happen? I'm just going to go ahead and just, we're going to just cross that threshold, man. What do you think is going to happen in 2024? Like I'm talking January 1st yep. to whenever, I don't know, whenever we have elect, quote unquote, elect uh, the next person who's going to come in. Or re-elect. Or re-elect. <laughs> Before you will re-elect, you will re-elect. <laughs> I ain't re-electing nobody. Like, seriously. But I, what do you think is going to happen? I feel, just throwing this out, I feel like there's going to be more chaos. There's going to be more noise. Mm -hmm. And I think that anybody, again, that wants to invest in real estate or better themselves, I think you have to block that out. Like, uh, like I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I'm, I'm getting, as I'm ramping up my real estate business here in South Florida, I have been unbelievably busy. 
like un- I've been busier in the last two months than I've been in the last six months, and it feels great. Like, but I'm not also like on Amazon. I'm not checking stocks for my friends so I can razz them. Hey, I, I know you invested because I razz my friends still. Mm-hmm. I, I got it. Somebody's got to do it, right? Sure. And then so like, but I mean, I'm sitting back and I'm just like, I'm just working my face off, man. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I feel like people just need to get to work. I feel like that's a lot of absolutely. People. Yeah, uh, people need to focus, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, in the day and age where we have overwhelming information. Uh, being thrown at us. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw I saw a stat the other day that there's like 11, we, we think about 11,000 things every second, but we only process 40 of them. 40 of them? My brain you know, is going. So, yeah. <laughs> I got like 200. I'm like, where am I going? I got to go do this. I got to so, do that. And I'm thinking like the amount of information is going to like totally information, information overload. Yeah. So like we can't possibly focus. So we need to figure out a way that we can focus on the things that either make us money, make us happy, make us, you know, you know, important uh, fulfilled, things. satisfied, whatever it might be. You know, not that you should ever be satisfied, but, you know, whatever it might be that's going to make you the happiest or, or feel the most successful, that's what you should be doing. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I remember in 2010, uh, I said, there's no way I'm not, I'm not going to work with anyone. You know, the great thing about real estate business is I get to choose who I want to work with. Yeah. And I'm not going to work with anyone that pisses me off. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Anyone that's not a good person, anyone that's doesn't appreciate my services, it's fine. There's a lot of realtors out there. You could go use them. Yeah. And and um and that transformed my business, right? And so then in 2020, I said, I'm not listening to any more no, like noise, no news. I'm not going on Twitter. You know, I mean, yeah, so I, I do Facebook and occasional Instagram, not to look through all the stuff, but to actually post and, and, and be a little bit more informational or whatever um, for business. But I don't want the noise. I don't want to hear about the news. Yeah. I don't want it. I, quite honestly, I want to stay in my lane and I want to focus on what I do and and grind as much as I can. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't even have the news app on my phone, man. No, me neither. I'm just like, all right, cool, we're good with that. Uh, no, I think just people need to get to business, man. I mean, there's so many people that just, I honestly feel a lot of people just got too much time on their hands. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, look, I, I, I love, I love my wife, <laughs> but my wife always comes to me with some new conspiracy. She's looking up at me right now in the studio. She's, <laughs> but she'll be like, "Did you hear about this?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't have time for this." R.I.P. Jason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No. She's giving me dagger eyes right now. But, but, but let me just say yeah, this: just, some yeah. of the stories she brings to me, they're quite entertaining. I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. well, all right, well, this is interesting. Tell me more, right? But some of them, I'm like, where did they? Some people can tell a good whopper. Oh, you know oh, what I mean? Absolutely. And then get others to believe it. But, you know, I digress as I get the dagger eyes through the studio window. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> so uh, this great conversation. I appreciate yeah, you yeah, coming yeah. on. So I always end the conversation on two, uh, and, and you may or may not be able to answer these. We'll see. Okay. Um, what is your favorite all-time streaming series, like movie or streaming series? Oh, I got 300. All right. 300. Awesome. For Sparta! Yeah, I awesome. mean, yeah, absolutely. 1,000%. But 1,000%. Love it. 300. And what are you currently watching? Anything? Um, I think the last thing I watched was the real estate show. Uh, what is that called, Brookie? 
Selling OC. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the last. She, she was like, we need to watch this. And she was absolutely right. We yeah. watched it. Yeah, I don't watch. A, I don't even have a TV in my house. We were literally awesome. just, I was literally over here eating at this uh, restaurant. And I was like, you want to get a TV? And she was like, yeah, I think I want to get a TV. <laughs> and so, you know, I think we're going to try to get, we're going to get a TV. I think that's what we're going to do. I don't know. I don't have a place. I love for it. T- yeah, I, don't, I just don't have one, man. Right. So, real quick about me, man. My wife and I, we, we have a house out in Colorado. And so, like, when you talked about they just need to get away from the noise, that's where we go. Right. Like out in Colorado, it's like up in the mountains. I'll show you a picture over here in a minute, man. But dude, it's great because I can just tune out. I can go work on my land. I can just just go hike a mountain. It's great. I can't live out there. That's why I live here right. to build a business, to be in the flow of opportunity. But I do believe that everyone needs a little bit of that Colorado house. It's a little bit disconnected from everything. They just need a space where they can go, where they yep. can really get in touch with who they are. Because I feel like so much of that's diluted throughout society. I see so many people that have big dreams and they just got distracted along the way. Yeah, great. Yeah. Where can we find you? Uh, so first of all, I want to promote my YouTube, man. Like, Absolutely. like I, I'm just getting YouTube up and going. It's just Jason Rash on YouTube, R A S H, like itch itch scratch scratch. Uh, also on Instagram, Facebook, all of it's Jason Rash, uh, Jason J A S O N R A S H. And then uh, obviously I had the podcast you talked about earlier, uh, um, Ultimate Money Strategies. And lastly, I'm selling real estate down here in South Florida. Awesome. Yeah, if you're itching to make the move to South Florida, call me. I'm Jason Rash. And he's from Montgomery, Alabama. That's right. Are you roll tight or... I'm more of a Nick Saban fan. Yeah, yeah, Dude, I, his oh, principles I are insane. I when I see it. him talk, man, I'm just like, oh, let's go get it. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm into He's, he's great, in. man. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I no, listen, it. Jason, really, really a pleasure. Uh, yep. We talked a lot about real estate investing, a yeah. lot about, you know, um, being focused, um, you know, kind of keeping the noise at bay and whatnot. And, and, and you're going to need a, a side hustle of something, right? Yeah, you, you, have need to. To, you, you have to increase your revenue. You can't just always cut your expenses. So right. uh, we certainly appreciate you coming on and uh, breakfast with the broker every Tuesday morning. <laughs>